You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. On this podcast, I love having conversations with people who intrigue and inspire me. My hopes is that by getting into the journey of their life, you don't just look at everyone else in the world as like, look, they have everything going for them. It must have been so easy for them. They've always known what they wanted and all of that. Because with most people, there's twists and turns and hard works and trying things out and all of that. And so I hope that it gives you the ability to give yourself more compassion and also the ability to go for those things that you've been wanting to do and feeling like you can't or making up excuses for. This is your life and I want you to claim it for you and live it your way. Today, I have a conversation with Ofosu James Cordy. Uh, He also goes by the musician's name, or (laughs) he doesn't go by. His name as a recording artist is Born I. He has a new, ah, we're going to look at it and think it's a kid's book. But honestly, this book is so amazing. I think it's for all of us. It is called Love Your Amazing Self, right? Who doesn't need that book? So go get it. Love Your Amazing Self and give it to kids of all ages. So we go through his his life journey. Um, How did he end up writing this book? How did he end up becoming a meditation teacher? How did he end up becoming a hip hop musician? And I love some of the moments in his story where it's like you really can see that you have no idea how big of an impact you may be having in someone's life. You'll see by how like, you know, just someone saying one thing to you could change your life and that how you may be changing and impacting other people's lives and you don't even realize it. So I also love connecting with him on that. And um, yeah, he's out there doing his thing. You might be able to find him on tour. Such a beautiful conversation. I'm going to say the title of the book one more time because (laughs) we all need to hear this. Love your amazing self. Okay, so here we go. Let's get into the conversation. Okay, so I love starting with everybody hearing a little bit about your life growing up and especially like where you were in the high school years. Like, what did you think (laughs) your life was going to look like? Or were you thinking about it at all? Because I feel like that can be a time where there can be so much pressure on already. Like, what's next for you? What are you going to be in this world? And some people aren't thinking about that at all. Wow. 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 Okay. So high school time, (laughs) high school time, I I went to a, uh, a military high school called St. John's College High School. So it was a Catholic military school. I went there thinking that I wanted to join the military, that I I, I had a dream of being a Navy SEAL. <laughs> Did you have so, family in the military? Or like, do you have any idea where that came from? Not at all. Uh, no, no family in the military. I really think it was just like, I'm an only child. So comic books in isolation and, and, and 80s propaganda movies. Is it like really your own version of being a superhero, perhaps? Exactly. That, that whole thing. Exactly. Just, just, just like, okay, yeah, I want to be like those guys, you know? And so 
I told my parents and I think my dad was like, well, I don't want you enlisting. So let's get you into like a good, a good military school that, that, that could get you on like the proper pipeline. So I got to high school and I was definitely on the fast track towards as like one of the standout, uh, you know, ROTC kids, but as fate would have it, I was carpooling with uh, a kid named John Lujan. Shout out to John Lujan, who absolutely changed the trajectory of my life by he would sit in the backseat of my car, of my mom's car, and never say a word. He had these huge bangs that just hung over his eyes that you couldn't even see. Um, you couldn't even see any facial expression or anything like that. He'd get in the car, say, mumble a hello and get out. And after about three months of this, he gets out of the car one day. We're walking in front of school. And he just grabs me by the arm and said, if we're going to ride together to school every day, you're going to have to listen to better music. And- <laughs> Not what I was expecting. I don't know what I was <laughs> expecting, but. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Sorry, I cut you off there. Continue. <laughs> no problem. No problem. And so he hands me a mixtape that he made. So for me, my parents, so a little background. My parents are from Ghana in West Africa. I'm a first generation American. I did not have this kind of like embedded through line of musical culture that like an American family would have. So I was just, so my introduction to hip hop was very mainstream, just whatever was on the TV, whatever was on the radio. So that's what we were listening to going to school was just radio music. Unbeknownst to me, this whole very powerful new underground hip hop movement was happening in the early nineties. And John, my, 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 my co-carpooler, John Lujan was in the heart of it and was so in, in, into it. And so he, anytime I was playing like radio hip hop, it was driving him insane. So he, he handed me this mixtape that he had made with Wu-Tang Clan, J-Woo the Damager, Smith and Weston, Nas, just Biggie, Mob Deep, just catching me up. And well, listening to that mixtape transformed my worldview. And I was like, my mind was completely blown by the possibility of, of hip hop and its expression. And so my ambitions for the military quickly vanished and hip hop became my central focus. <laughs> wow. So before um, he gave you that mixtape and said that you didn't have inklings inside of you of like, I will make music one day or like, it was just like, cool. Yeah. You turn music on driving and like, this is good. You're like you enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, like even were you, did you even feel like so moved by music or like, wow, like really like deeply connected with something until he handed you that? I think I did feel very moved by like the sensationalized music of that time. A lot of like the Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre stuff, like the gangster rap stuff that was happening. But all the, all, it, had, it had all become so mainstream by that time that it was just fun to listen to that stuff. It was like party music and I was young. So I thought that that was cool. But this stuff that I that he was playing me was like the meaningful expressions of the human soul. And it gave me permission to explore, well, what's happening inside me for real, for real? And that inner exploration and then the study of, I also really love poetry. 
and was a you know very big on the existentialist poets and and stuff like that too so i was hearing all this dynamic poetry happening in in this new hip hop i was listening to and i was getting this awakening so it really changed everything for me <laughs> so what did you end up staying in that school and like yeah what happened from there and also like what was your parents reaction to like this sudden i will be this and then hip hop <laughs> yeah well i can tell you firmly that it is no african parents dream for their child to come home and say that i am going to abandon my professional military ambitions and pursue a career in hip hop music so a series of interventions from my from the military leaders at the school you know all amounted to nothing they were all like we had you on you know when you come into the school we spot all the lead candidates for um who were going to nominate for to to go to West Point or any of the military academies cuz my school had the power to do that and uh and you've been on our list you're you know what's happening to you are there problems at home and I'm like it's really it's literally Wu-Tang Clan that's doing this to me I, <laughs> I don't I just lost my lost my uh my ambition for it so I graduated uh the lowest rank <laughs> possible for a senior. I just didn't it just didn't move me anymore, but by the time I was done so I even at that time I hadn't decided that music was going to be a part of my life, but by the time the Wu-Tang Forever album dropped in 97, my senior year in high school, that's when I said, "Well, what if I were to try this for myself?" And um and so that summer I ended up you know, in a, in a, in a, in a couple of groups and my choices for colleges were all based on the proximity to the groups that I was in and et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, so I got to college and, you know, again, as fate would have it, my roommate was, was there to study audio technology. So he, he had built a studio in our dorm room and that studio became, um, a hub for a lot of the new music that was coming out of, uh, DC at that time. So yeah, it's so just, a, <laughs> it's funny how one person can can alter the trajectory of your existence. But yes, John Lujan was that person. For right. Me. And one person in not like, in some way that really could have had no impact on your life. You know, that's the thing too. <laughs> like, that's the thing I think is so amazing to point out because I'm always like reminding people like, you don't have no idea how much you matter. Like, you know, like I could be having a terrible day and an interaction I have at the grocery store like totally changes me. Like the kindness or something like that. Like who, like he did not know he was going to change the directory of your life by handing you a mixtape. And like, that is so amazing. And then how amazing also that your college roommate ended up being like somebody who wanted to become a recording engineer. Uh, I, I mean, it really was like the universe was conspiring to point me in a in a direction that was going to that that was going to be far more meaningful than um than the direction for me, meaningful for me than the direction that I thought I wanted to go into. And um I think you're so right. It's funny that you talk about the grocery store because that's where some of the most meaningful random interactions happen. It's just smiles and kindness and opening doors or 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 just a, a passing nod or any of those things. That's this is like you're in the human soup and you're doing and you're receiving and giving kindness. It can be so meaningful. Yeah, like or like you're driving and someone lets you over. Like, you know, like sometimes that can be like, "Oh no, that's my turn" or like whatever and like they let me over. 
Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. And it can really impact your the, the rest of your day. And who knows who, who knows if you can actually see the ripple effects from a bird's eye, how uh, how deep it goes. Yeah. So it's true that that people I, I I mean connected to why we're why we're talking today. It's like I just I really hope folks can know how special even the slightest interactions between them and others can be. Totally. Trisha here, and you know, I am all about joy in connecting to your own joy on a daily basis. Well, what I wish for you in this brand new year is that you give yourself permission to experience more joy this year. Yes, give yourself permission and that you actually prioritize your own joy. Because one, you're worthy of joy. Two, joy is contagious. So it is our duty to each other to claim it, to own it, and spread it. And you got to prioritize it sometimes to actually make it happen, right? Because the truth is, life will always be throwing stuff at us, challenging us, It's not always fair and it's not always easy, which is why it is even more important to make connecting with your joy a daily intentional practice. So I have a couple tips for you to support you in prioritizing your own joy. One, make yourself a joy list. Write down the little and big things that bring you joy. Think small. Do this on your phone or somewhere that is easy for you to see and add to it and remind yourself, yeah, I want to connect to my joy today. And two, this is a super fun one. Keep some pizzazz apples on hand because not only are they delicious and nutritious, but apples are a natural mood booster. You know that old saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Of course you do. It's true, but not just for your physical health, but for your mental health as well. Apples are packed with antioxidants that fuel neurotransmitters in the brain, which boost your mood. And they also happen to be loaded with fiber and essential micronutrients, which promote optimal brain function. Amazing, right? So go check out, look for Pizzazz Apples. You can go to pizzazzapple.com to find your local store. Keep an eye out for them in Trader Joe's and your local store. They offer a bold, bright, tangy flavor with punchy notes of sweet and tart. Their flesh is extremely crisp. They're refreshingly juicy. They are so good. And like how how easy, right? Just have an apple, have apples on hand, have the pizzazz apples on hand, take a bite, be present with it, allow yourself to get joy from your nurturing yourself and also the apple itself has mood boosting properties in it. It is truly a good mood food. All right, go check out pizzazzapple.com. Okay, I'm going to jump because so, you know, when I get your information, it is like hip hop artist, meditation teacher. And now is this your first? This is my second book, but my first my first published book. So I self-published uh, the, the my first book, uh, You Are Enough, uh, two years ago. 
And then uh, Story Publishing reached out to me um, about uh, working on a book for them. And uh, that's how Love Your Amazing Self was born. Yeah. So Love Your Amazing Self. And it's more like a kid's book, but I think every, I mean, I was like looking through it, like definitely a book I feel like everybody needs to be reading. Where, so first of all, in the like intro or whatever of the book, you were saying like something that you never really learned. Like we, we learned so much, be kind, be a kind person, be kind to others. But really, this is so true how rare it can be taught to be kind to yourself, which is like, what? Like, yeah, it's like now as adults, like that's a lot of like my messaging and stuff too. But it's like, yeah, starting with a kid. So where did this – so like if you can wrap up quickly, how did you get from the college <laughs> dorm room? <laughs> okay, I'm making the hip hop music. And then, yeah, becoming meditation teacher. And now like what called you to put this message out into the world now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll just, do my best to, yeah. to, to be super quick. Let's just, you don't have we'll, to be we'll, super we'll, quick. We have some time, but like – I do want to hear more about how this naturally progressed and, of course, the book. Absolutely. So, you know, my my journey as a, as a musician really took off when I got into college and I became a part of a, a really wonderful uh, arts and music community of, uh, of artists and musicians. And we're, we're, we're all still making stuff to this day. And my mother had introduced me to mindfulness and meditation um, Buddhism, et cetera, when I was very young. And so when I, when I was in college, it all kind of came back to me, especially in my senior year, my then girlfriend, now wife, um, were, you know, became pregnant with our first child. And there was just something that called to me to, to that said, you know, you, it, it's now is probably a good time to come back to, uh, the meditation practices that you learned uh, from your mom, and you know my my wife's mom, my girl, then girlfriend, now wife's mom was also a meditation teacher. So I just yeah, so I happened to reconnect to it through her and on and just through thinking about my own mother and 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 all of that, and so I started practicing meditation in earnest, you know around the time I graduated uh, college, again, a series of happenstances. Uh, I, I, I met some like-minded people who uh, worked with the Insight Meditation Community of Washington. That's Tara Brock's organization. For, well, she used to run the organization. She's since uh, retired. Yeah. You know, I was invited to uh, attend a couple of family meditation classes just with my own family. And then one day I got the opportunity to guest teach and then the rest is history. I just, I, I, I had been teaching and co-teaching the family meditation class with IMCW for the past 17 years or something like that. And that just led to more more and more teaching opportunities. I never had any ambition whatsoever to be a mindfulness educator or but I really wanted to 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 share these practices with my own children, and um, and so that's a a big part of how I got back into it. And then when I started teaching, I started recognizing that okay, when I started practicing meditation, I started realizing that I have a lot of dense like self beliefs that that are not necessarily true, and some of them are harmful. I you know I, I I had experienced lots of anxiety and depression growing up. And so when I started working with my own mind, it was like, oh man, I've got a lot of stuff here that I'm going to have to work through probably for the rest of my life. And I wish 
I wish I would have heard from an early age, take care of your own mind, you know, be, be kind with how you talk to yourself. If you're struggling, ask for help. Remember what you can be grateful for when things are difficult. Just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you to myself. You know, if, if, if I would have heard more of that, I'm sure I would have had a bank of resources to pull from when life got really hard. So that's what I decided was going to really be my mission in my music, in my writing, in my teaching, was just just share that message of self-kindness and self-compassion. That's so beautiful. And even I have a five and seven-year-old and I have been, you know, like I have my own affirmation decks and a daily inspiration app and I do all these things like that. But I, I, I keep finding myself asking myself lately, like, what can I do in small ways to like support my kids with these things? Like, oh, whether it's the own affirmations and stuff like that. But yeah, so many of the things that you just said were so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it's like, I realize myself like, right, I do these certain things with my kids. But yeah, like teaching them that different, the deeper self love and like the resilience and even like, yeah, like if you're struggling, ask for help, like sort of thing. It seems so, of course you would. But yeah, as adults, it's so it can be so challenging for us to do that. And that starts probably as we're children. And we don't think about it. You all go straight to blissoma.com and get yourself some of these game-changing, authentic green beauty products. I don't know what the magic is in these. The dedication to creating these products has paid off because as soon as I use them, like using a different product line, that is a great product line, but when I go to Blissoma, I see the results immediately. I've never seen anything like it. Okay, so what is it? Cutting edge chemistry meets traditional herbal knowledge for the best of both worlds. Their recipes offer a huge range of phytonutrients that benefit every skin need, including those with sensitivities and painful skin problems. The technologies that they utilize during the manufacturing process make it possible to create totally clean, synthetic-free extractions that are backed by proven scientific research. They offer remedies that directly address the root causes of discomforts, imbalances, and problems with their skin. Every product from their skincare line is based on whole herb extracts, unrefined oils, and fresh juices. They are rich in antioxidants, bioavailable vitamins, essential fatty acids, and complex phytonutrients that are usually missing in refined commercial skincare products. Refined commercial skincare products are the ones that you find on the shelves in your drugstore. And even in those super expensive brands, when they scale, 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 they're not made with the highest quality things, but yet they can still slap a label on it of it being green, of it being organic, and it might not be full of the purest ingredients. Or it might have some great ingredients, but it hasn't been scientifically created to really work together with ingredients themselves and your skin. Some of my favorite products, one is Free, which is a herbal gel cleanser. Aura, the Phyto Brightening Serum. Uh, Restore, which is an Omega Miracle Facial Oil. Seriously, absolutely love Restore. 
go check out their products, blissoma.com. I did, there's like a skincare quiz where you fill out a bunch of questions and then an actual person writes you back with suggestions. Um, And you can go and use the code CLAIMIT20 on anything in the moisturizer category. So it's CLAIMIT20, gives you 20% off. Go to blissoma.com. Seriously, stop messing around and trying all these different products that people tell you to use. I know I'm another person now telling you of a product to use, (laughs) but they are next level. See the results immediately. Like I don't even want to put makeup on because I'm like, whoa, look at my skin. Whoa, (laughs) that's a change. All right, let's get back to the episode. It seems like everything sort of like naturally flowed. Jumping back real quick, because I'm curious, what did you end up when you decided to go to college? Was it totally like military is off and then like, okay, I'm going to go to college and like, did you just like choose something to study? Because, you know, like, okay, let me just check off college and I'll show up, but I'm going to be working on my music. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have, a, I have a degree in law and society, but, um, and I, I, I did, and I, I did work as um, a paralegal for a long time, but never, never with any sort of passion or any real desire to do all of that. It was just all like placeholders for um, what was my main focus, which was, uh, which was my art. Yeah. Yeah. And then so the medit like so you making music was like sort of always happening. And then you sort of like fell into these meditation, like you were just showing up to meditate and then became guide, <laughs> leader, and like that then became part of your employment. Yeah. I guess. It, it re- yeah, for sure. It really wasn't an ambition of mine whatsoever. And and so now when I see like all these different like certification programs and so many people wanting to to become teachers. I think it's beautiful, but I'm also just like, wow, like I'm one of these people, but like I never even had, I never even thought, I never, it, it wasn't a thing to me, but I was, I was, I was talking about these things in my music, like, like artists, like artists like the RZA from Wu-Tang Clan and artists like Nas and people like Common, et cetera, you know, those, I was inspired by their ability to be like grounded in the present and to still be cool and dope, but to really be coming from place of like self-empowerment and, and positivity. And so that's the type of artist that I wanted to be as well. So a lot of the themes that, that come up for me in my own meditation practice and my study of these things, I was putting those same themes into my lyrics and, um, uh, and, so my music and my meditation practice were already kind of having a conversation. And I think it, it lent itself to me being a decent teacher at it because um, there's so many fun ways to communicate it. <laughs> Love that. And so, okay, so you said you first self-published a book, You Are Enough. Is that right? And so then what made you, was that the same, like, like sort of more a children's book? Yeah. Which, by the way... All- beautifully designed as well. I know you're not the designer, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So there, it was also a children's book, but these books are like 
overtly for children and covertly for all people. Yeah. You know, because. Exactly. That's what I was like. I saw the newest one, but I was assuming that's what it's like. It. I think it could be like modeled as a children's book. And I think it's like, that's what this episode, I have so many recorded, but I'm like, oh, I want to push this out early. I want to as soon as possible so I can have like, have like a great Christmas gift for kids and people alike. But like, yeah, the messages are so powerful no matter what age you are. But so what, yeah, like what inspired you to like want to sit down and let me go into writing a book now? especially to self-publish like that's its whole thing. That's its own. I mean, publishing its own. I had my, I had a first book come out this year, like straight oh, nonfiction for adults, but I like, I'm like to choose to write a book is such a big undertaking, whatever way you go. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I had an experience on tour one time where somebody came up to me and was like, well, do you have any advice for, up and coming artists, I said to them, like, I think it's important that you just find what it is you want to communicate to your audience and let that be the North Star of everything that you do. So if you know what it is you want to say to people, you can say that in how you dress, you can say that in how you speak, you can say that in the music you create, you can say that in a poem, in a book. But if you have like your central message, then you're free to to create whatever moves you that 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 can communicate that message. So it was a similar kind of thing. I wrote the poem "You Are Enough," and I would recite it um, at you know for young people, adults, etc., at meditation retreats or classes, and it seemed to resonate with folks. And I was like, why don't I just turn this into a book that people can can keep it on their bedside and that parents can read to their kids or teachers can read to their students, but also get the message for themselves as well. And um, it's a similar kind of thing with uh, with the most recent book, with Love Your Amazing Self. What, do you happen to have um, the book there? Like, would you want to read? I've never, had oh, any- sure. I've never had anybody do that before, but. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I've, I've, I've got like, it here. Read a little passage of it, turn to a page. Yep, okay, cool. So this one is about mindfulness. Mindfulness is a way to be aware and to care for your body and your mind and everything that's there. It helps you stay present right here and right now. It's easy to be mindful. I can show you how. Sit, stand, or lie down, whatever feels best, and let your eyes close to give them a rest. There's a rhythm inside you that moves through your chest. It rises and falls. We call it the breath. Notice how it feels at your nose or your mouth, the cool air and warm air that move in and out. Just notice your breathing and let yourself be and think to yourself, it's great to be me. Each breath is a gift and a message from nature to live your life now, not behind you or later. Mindfulness is a way to be aware and to care for your body and your mind and everything that's there. Love it. And oh my gosh, yes, you have such a great voice for <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And your energy too. <laughs> I so, appreciate it. Thank you. So what is uh life like for you now? And do you have like more ideas for for the future? Like you still are you still making music? Are you still touring? Yeah, like what Yeah. Life's life's pretty interesting for me right now. Um or in the upcoming of- year, perhaps even like maybe not even this moment. <laughs> <laughs> or what are your yes. plans? 
Yeah, for sure. So I, I, I released a hip hop album last year called In This Moment. I'm very, very proud of it. And uh, I'm real super proud of all the videos that we shot for it as well. I'm kind of still working on the In This Moment rollout because I want to shoot more videos for the songs and really create like a short film around it. So I'll be working in the new year on a few more videos for In This Moment. And then I've got new music that I'll be putting out. I'm also working on a companion album for the book here for Love Your Amazing Self. It'll be one part meditative and one part more hip hop. So uh, so I'm, I'm putting that together right now. And that'll be available in the new year. I kind of wanted people to spend time with the book by itself and to let the words and to let the words of the book happen in their own voice, in their own minds before you know, dropping uh, an audio book or, or an album. So in the new year, there'll definitely be an audio component to the book. And, um, uh, and yeah, I'll be going on tour with a group of Buddhist monks and nuns from Plum Village Monastery in, uh, in France. They're coming here to the States and uh, I'll be going on tour with them in April. And uh, what do you I'll do doing... on that tour? <laughs> what is I, I, I'm going <laughs> to... Well, so these 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 monastics are musicians, and they they are from Plum Village. If you've ever heard of the uh, late great Vietnamese monk Thich Nhat Han, um, he is the founder of the Plum Village Monastery and the Plum Village tradition. And there are so many amazing musicians who uh, are monastics in that tradition. So they're going to be coming to the states uh, and to Canada to to play some music and share some teachings and. Um, I, I I was invited uh, to attend a retreat in France uh, at Plum Village this past summer. It, it turns out that they were listening to my album out there. So, wow. Um, yeah, it was really, really cool. So I went out there and I was a part of, it was a big celebration. So I performed and then they reached out and asked if I'd be interested in touring with them when they came. So it'll, I'll be, I'll be. I'll be rapping while they're while <laughs> and and there's a lot of like classically trained musicians uh, there and drumming etc. So it'll be this cool infusion of classical music, chanting, and hip hop. So what yep, an I'll, amazing I'll, experience! For sure, for sure. So I'll be doing that, and then I'll I'll be on a book tour in the springtime too, going to schools and bookstores around the country. So all all kinds of stuff happening. Very, very cool. And is your music, are you, is that, do you make your music independently or are you, do you work with a label at all or is it just? Nope. I've got my own label. It's, it's called YAE stands for you are enough. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, an independent artist. Um, and, uh, I, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying life in, in that lane. I, I, I worked a lot in electronic music and did a lot of, uh, work with labels and, all, all, all that's fun and everything like that. But I, I really appreciate the freedom that I have as an independent artist. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm sure it's much more free. And then also the like, I feel like it just shows how much people that are doing things in independently. I mean, yeah, whether you're yeah signing with a label or with a publisher or whatever the thing is, but like, yeah, like that really like the passion and heart is there. It's like you are choosing to continue to show up and put stuff out there and create it, you know, on your own, self-funded as well. <laughs> it's true. You, you, yeah. Well, you you self-published uh, a book, and so you know. I didn't self-publish, but, but. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> but still, I feel like the amount of time I put into the book, like obtaining a book deal, it's still like. Yeah. So uh, there it is. Okay. So self yes. energy, like self energy. <laughs> exactly. It is still self energy, but yeah. Okay. I, I know you have to go, but I was so happy to talk to you and I'm so excited about this book. What is it? Love your. Amazing, amazing self, self, right? Love yeah. your amazing self. Thank you so much for being you and putting your work out in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Can I shout out where folks can find me? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, well, you can find the book anywhere. Um, we just walked into Barnes and Nobles the other day and it was there. So I'm the super best. happy about that. Yeah. So, um, but also support your local independent book uh, sellers as well. But um, yeah, so the book is available anywhere. You can find out more about me, my music, uh, and uh, and my other books, et cetera, at, on my website, bornimusic.com. So that's B-O-R-N, the letter I, music.com. And on social media, everything is at Born I Music. So at B-O-R-N-I Music. Great. And I'll put links to everything in the show notes, too. Thanks. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I hope you go get the book, Love Your Amazing Self. I hope you give yourself more credit and see like you really don't know what impact you could be making on other people, Uh, even by commenting on their music. (laughs) How amazing is that? Or passing off that song. Okay. To find more about Ofosu, you can just Google or look up Love Your Amazing Self. And if you go to his social media, Born I Music, You'll find links to his book, his music, um, and all sorts of things. I will also, um, his meditations, so many great links there. And of course, you can go straight to his website, which I will link in the show notes. It's just bornimusic.com. All right, I'm sending you so much love. I hope that you are giving yourself compassion. I hope you realize that even though it's a brand new year, that it's like wintertime. So even if you're in warm weather, though, it's the time for going within. You don't have to know what you want or who you're going to be in 2023. Put that pressure on yourself. Allow yourself to be in the moment and let it come naturally. I am sending out so much love. For more love and support for me, join my From the Heart community. It's trishahuffman.substack.com. I have an incredible group coaching container that starts January 11. It's for an intimate group. You can go to yourdryologist.com backslash container. Send me a DM at underscore Trisha Huffman and you're interested in that or working with me one-on-one. You know where to find me, yourdryologist.com. My products are going away. Go shop them at shop.yourdualgist.com. Send you love and reminding you to claim your joy, claim your worth, claim your value. It's all inside of you right now.